Have you ever recorded yourself singing or speaking before? If not, you may be surprised to discover what your speaking or singing sounds like to others. Today, we're going to spend a few moments talking about vocal delivery before you record your podcast interview. Now, first off, you may think it would be helpful to try to copy the vocal characteristics of your favorite radio, television, or podcast personality. But rather than copying Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, or Anna Ferris, you should instead work to develop your own voice. What do I mean by that? I mean that you should try to speak naturally, the way you would if you were having a conversation with a close friend. Don't eliminate the quirky characteristics and turn of phrase that make you you. Capitalize on them. If I were to say, be weird, be rude, stay alive, those of you who are fans of the Crime Junkie podcast would immediately begin thinking about that podcast rather than about whatever else I was saying. But if I were to tell you that you should wrap things up with a bow when you end your podcast, you would keep listening to discover what I was talking about. And if you heard that phrase later in another context, it might even bring this podcast to mind. While you want to let your own personality show through, it is also very important to make sure you speak in a way that makes it easy for an audience to hear and understand what you're saying. You see, when we're in a normal conversation, our speech is peppered with peaks and valleys. We call these peaks and valleys vocal inflection. Anytime you read something from a script, your delivery is likely to lack vocal inflection because you'll be focusing on reading, not focusing on the content itself. That's why you should bring your notes rather than a complete script when you record your podcast. On the other hand, you might go the opposite direction during your reading and fall into what I call the librarian trap. Your voice may become very sing-song and repetitive, just like a librarian's voice when they're reading to a group of children during story hour. See what I mean? Think about how your voice naturally rises and falls when you're chatting with a friend. Let's say you're describing a movie you just saw. When you talk about an action-packed scene, your pitch tends to rise and you also tend to speak just a little bit faster. When you talk about a sad scene, your pitch naturally drops. You'll tend to slow down and add pauses to indicate the seriousness of the moment. To improve your vocal inflection, focus on what you're talking about rather than on the fact that you're talking in a public setting. Focusing on a particularly interesting, emotional, or exciting topic will also make it easier to sound like an interesting, passionate, and exciting person. Here are some other delivery tips to consider. First, you should avoid vocalized pauses. Now, most of us already know that we're not supposed to say um or uh when we speak in public. The same is true for online oral communication but these aren't the only words to avoid. I personally struggle to avoid punctuating statements with the word, okay. Another common filler word is, so. Usually that's spoken at the beginning of a sentence. Words like um, or k, and so make us appear to be less fluent and less professional in part because we're requiring our listeners to work much harder to keep track of our train of thought. 
Here are three quick ways to stop using vocalized pauses from Forbes magazine. First, listen to your own podcast recordings and notice how often you use filler words. Pay attention to your use of filler words in other speaking contexts. The more you notice your use of these words, the more motivated you'll be to eliminate them. Second, use pauses rather than filler words in between chunks of information. We most often use filler words to fill in a gap while we think about the ideas we want to present next. Plan ahead of time how you will transition between your ideas or allow yourself to simply pause for a moment between those ideas. When you do that, the filler words will find they have no place to go. And finally, in an interview or when you're using Zoom or another video conference tool, make eye contact with your audience. It feels really silly to say um when you're looking a person right in the eye. Try it. You'll see what I mean. Next, let's talk about vocal clarity. I find that speakers often struggle to speak clearly in online contexts. To improve your clarity, the most useful thing you can do is open your mouth. Focus on using your jaw, lips, and tongue to form sounds. At first, that will feel strange, but your audience will appreciate how much easier it is to understand what you're saying. Likewise, focus on pronouncing the beginnings and ends of words. Say going instead of going, for example. Pronounce the T's, D's, and P's at the ends of words. This might require you to slow down to allow time for your lips and tongue to move from one position to another. There's a big difference between the amount of effort required to say wanna and the more correct want to. One last tip, don't forget to breathe. Our vocal cords vibrate to produce sound, but no one will hear those vibrations if you don't pass enough air across your vocal cords to move the sound out from your throat and into the air in front of you where your microphone is located. These are just a few tips for vocal delivery. For more information and some exercises you can do to improve vocal delivery, you can click the Enrichment Activities link in our course website. There, you'll find an interesting article from the English Language Institute and a set of articulation exercises for voice actors. Practice these every day and you'll find yourself with a podcast following in no time.